Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. Here is Josh and Lance. Bras, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, I have a question for you. Uh Uh-oh. The other day, I was surfing through Facebook, as I am uh, wont to do, Uh and I ran across, uh, I don't really... I don't follow like I'm not I'm not a, I don't like Walmart's page or anything like that. Okay. But every once in a while like I'll see ads, right? Like right. sort of sponsored ad or whatever. They're obviously targeting someone, that, you know, like in in my zip code or demographic or whatever. Okay. So this ad pops up and I guess Walmart's trying to be like Amazon or whatever. Have you noticed those commercials are like trying to do the shipping to your house thing and you use the app for everything? Blah, right, blah, blah. right, yeah. So I see this ad from Walmart. It says free two-day shipping and everyday low prices on the essentials you need. No membership fees, which I guess is like a slap at Amazon Prime. <laughs> okay. So, and uh, then yeah. Right, on, yeah, right under that, it has two items. One of them uh, is... Uh, it's hard to tell what it is. It looks like it's like a bucket for mopping, you know, like one of those things that's got like the ringer outer thing for your mop. Oh, sure, yeah. The other one's a food product. It's a food product called Funeral Potatoes. <laughs> uh-huh. Can, can you help me with this? <laughs> uh, you know, it goes great with uh, chicken. What on earth are <laughs> Funeral Potatoes? It's the kind of dish you bring to those potluck funerals. Okay. Ah, God. Do we have to call them funeral potatoes, though? Can we call them potluck potatoes? Because funeral potatoes is really morbid. Well, you know, there's something about the smell of death that uh, just kind of finishes the day. (laughs) That makes you crave starch? (laughs) Something like that. Is that what it is? That's right. Nice blended, creamy, cheesy potato scalloping thing yeah good times what is actually in funeral potatoes besides dead potatoes <laughs> uh the the soul of a young virgin okay and uh you know with a well garnished with parsley you know to be honest it's been so long since i've had some funeral potatoes i'm not entirely okay. sure is this an lds thing i believe it's not but okay there's certain traditions that uh the lds jump all over and uh, kind of make their own. Like fry sauce? That's an LDS thing, right? It's an Idaho thing. So if you, okay. if you go to uh, Idaho, I mean, I was hanging out in Idaho for a while, and, and they, they like gravy with their fries. And okay. I thought it was weird. And then I eventually really like gravy with my fries. It's <laughs> weird. <laughs> Peer pressure. Funeral potatoes. Man, we got to come up with a different name for funeral potatoes. I like, I like potluck potatoes because then you have like some alliteration there, right? That sounds much better than funeral <laughs> potatoes. God. Do you remember there used to be a, a food product called I Feel Like Chicken Tonight? <laughs> no. No? I don't remember what it was. It was like a... It was like, it's got to be a, a Texas jar. thing. No, there was like, this was, I mean, they joked about it on The Simpsons. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Let's see. I feel like chicken tonight. 
Um, I think it was like a jar of sauce that you would like mix a couple of... Um, like hamburger helper, but for chicken? Sort of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. That's exa- That's pretty much... Chicken Tonight is a brand of sauce intended to be added to chicken pieces in a skillet available in flavors such as honey and mustard, country French, Thai oh. green curry. Sounds so really you know, good. A, I think I want it, some. It definitely like... <laughs> When you put chicken tonight as the name of it, that's sort of, you know, like there's a definitely a reason they made that name for it is because it's like that's an so iconic that name. Something you know, like you, you warn if, if there's the bandana on the doorknob, you know what's going on tonight. And you know, it's, it's, yeah, if you, somebody puts it, a, if they on. tie a, a tie on, on the doorknob, it's chicken tonight. Um, I, I feel like we could do better than funeral because, like, like, hey, honey, we're having chicken tonight. And you all laugh like, oh, it's like the commercial, whatever. Mm-hmm. The funeral potato thing is like, hey, honey, we're having funeral potatoes. Like, Who died? Yeah, no, we can't <laughs> joke about that. Like, n- no, we're not. Please. I'm, I certainly hope not. Um, we got to find a new name. So I, I really think a potluck potatoes are really the way to go. I so think you I, might be right. Yeah. Yeah. So who, whoever the maker of funeral potatoes are, get your game together. It's probably now, more right yeah, I'm sure. And they're, you know, <laughs> laughing all the way to, you know, I'm sure eight or nine figures in the bank right now. Oh, for sure. Uh, Lance, you're coming to Texas, right? I this am. Week? Yeah. A couple days. Yeah. Nice. So you're leaving on Wednesday. Is that when it is? Yeah. Kind of buggering out of the office a little early. Nice. Straight to the airport. Luckily, my office is only 2.2 miles to the airport. So I can. Nice. And I got the, the TSA pre-check and the clear. So there's no waiting. Nice. So you're heading into Dallas and then just sort of exploring from there. A little bit, yeah. I think we're going to do like a triangle. We're going to head on down okay. to Waco, Austin, San Antonio, and then head over okay. to Houston. We think we're going to be able to... You keep me posted as you're along the way. Okay, I can do that. So I can kind of give you some restaurant recommendations and whatnot, and I'll be looking forward to when you get down to San Antonio. Okay, yeah. Sweet. So this episode Sweet. will have been edited and then in the can, it'll be released while I'm probably in San Antonio. Nice. That's awesome. So, yeah. Super cool. Um, I, we have a, we have a couple of cleanup, uh, some housekeeping notes. Uh-oh. Um, so do you remember Lance, the episode where we talked about dispensing bonding agent and how many drops? Yeah. yeah. How, how many drops does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop? Right, right. Uh, this was, uh, how many drops to fill up certain, certain items. And so it took me eight drops to fill up like one of those wells that you were talking about. Okay. All right. S- uh, an ungodly amount of, of bonding agent. Yeah, a lot of bonding drops. I mean, you're you're doing a whole veneer case. Oh God, I feel like I could do. <laughs> I feel like I could do thirty two veneers Probably, for yeah. eight drops. Yeah, um, and guess how many drops to fill the small end of a dappin dish? Blew me away. Uh, hundred forty seven. Really. 47 drops to fill the small end of a dappin dish. How many drops are in a bottle? Is that the whole bottle? Uh, you can roughly count uh, 20 drops in one ml. So if you have a 5 ml bottle, you've got about 100 drops. Okay. Wow. Somewhere in there. Yep. Yeah, I can see where someone might be a little... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Overhead. Either way. Either on one... It, like, yeah. whichever one you're talking about, could you freaking imagine... Yeah. 47 drops would last me maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somewhere in there, depending on my week. That's a lot yeah, of, that, that's, lot of body. That agent. is a lot. Yeah. We also, uh, we also got an email, um, from our friend Dave, 
who wished to remain anonymous mm-hmm. other than the name Dave. Gotcha. Uh, so we're going to say it was, it was Dave Batista who emailed us, the, the, the <laughs> right. wrestler and the guy from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had in one episode, I don't remember which episode it was, but I had I had chosen my song and I said it was by an artist named Kid Cutie. Yeah. Um, apparently, I'm super square and white. Very and apparently, white. <laughs> apparently, it's kid cuddy it's supposed to rhyme with buddy gotcha so that cuddy remind makes me think of house do you remember the show house i saw commercials the but i doctor never watched show it. yeah okay it's a good it was a good show I, I i at some point probably in the year 2007 i went on like a house run where i watched like pretty much every episode okay uh and and his love interest in there was named cuddy that was like her last name oh okay so so now i have something to base that off of and i her, the actress who played Cuddy was Lisa Edelstein, um, who, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you can, ju- you can, you can probably make inferences about her faith based on her name. Uh, and she looked exactly she, like she does not disappoint when you think of somebody named Lisa Edelstein, like that's kind of what you think of. And so now I have this amalgamation in my head of, of uh, Kid Cuddy and it's a rapper, but also looks like a white Jewish female. Gotcha. <laughs> my mind works in in, in strange ways it is a, a scary strange place that it uh, is and you really don't want to go into I my kinda, mind to be honest with you. you know I'm, I'm happy over here yeah i you know <laughs> you're about to come here to texas uh-huh. and you get closer to this demented mind of mine that's that's uh, uh doing this this jewish rap amalgamation and also is obsessed with the Zodiac killer and all those things that scare you <laughs> off. So just FYI, you're getting on a plane and moving closer here yeah. um, later on this week. So, um, you know, just something to think about while you nap on the plane. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Lance, this is an advice show. Uh, we answer our listeners questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice so please we need your questions we have a good listener question today they are the sustenance we crave you could submit your question to working interferences at gmail.com now we don't want just any question do we lance no we don't want a bunch of boring questions like what's the best base material because we all know that vitrobond is the best base material ever <laughs> we want the tough questions the questions that gordon christensen cannot answer so with that Lance, I think we have our first ever two-timer question asker. Uh-huh. I, I believe so. I don't maybe we have had somebody else who's had two questions before. We might have actually, but the second time they used a que- they submitted a question, they used a uh, pseudonym. So uh, yeah, it doesn't true. count. Yeah, so this right. this one this one they put their full name on both of them. So uh, Craig asks, each day I see a woman walking two dogs in front of my office. At least twice a week, one of those dogs shits on my lawn. Today, I'd had enough and ran out to confront her about leaving dog shit on my lawn when I realized she is mentally handicapped. I whipped out and asked if I could pet her dogs. Should I have confronted her? (laughs) God, Lance, this kind of thing gives me so much social anxiety it's not even funny like yeah. just reading this it makes me want to crawl out of my own skin and die oh, like yeah oh my god the uncomfortableness of this like is just the worst we've all done st- oh, stuff yeah. like this before oh to save god. face I, I just would have shit on the dog and you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
you would have hired her and then fired her immediately <laughs> just because just, that's that's your game well you know you go with the, your strengths you do what you're good at right <laughs> we need to get something out of the way first oh is it okay to say mentally handicapped i think that's the best way to do it isn't it yeah. I, I, is it i mean what is there a pc version of that i think it's like differently abled handy capable yeah, I, man, I, I don't know, but I feel weird saying mentally handicapped. Well, I know you don't use the R word. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you and your God, no, 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 no. My daughter if, if, is very active with the Special Olympics. And, okay. uh, and so, I mean, she was on, every time she, if she ever hears the R word, she goes batshit crazy. I feel like that's fair. I really oh, yeah. do. I, I've, I've, Adam Carolla, who I like and I'm a fan of and think for the most part is, is very, very funny. Mm-hmm. He got into it one time with somebody because he used that word. Okay. Um, and they said, yeah, it's not a, a good word to use. And he kind of went off about, about PC police or whatever. And I kind of agree on that one. Like, yeah. that's not a good word. To, and I, I don't like that stuff. I don't like the overly politically correct. Same. All of that, but yeah, definitely that R word. Yeah, man, I would, I would have more comfortably said the C word than the R than the R word. Like, oh yeah, as I do. I mean, it, <laughs> sort of the N word is at a whole other stratospheric level, uh-huh. right. but yeah. like that's in sort of the oh, man. What are all? The, I'm trying to think of like in the atmosphere. What all the different levels of the the troposphere and the ionosphere. Oh, yeah. And then, like, like the R word is in like the upper atmosphere. Like, we're not we're not in space on that one. Like, the N word sort of stands alone up there. Yeah, but I, I'm still, I still like, I, I would. There's no way I would have read that had it had it. I would have figured out. I would have R worded it or something. Yeah, yeah. Mentally, yeah. I don't know if it's. I don't, man. I I don't even know if it's okay to say that. <laughs> much less if it's okay to confront her. Well, yeah, uh, from a distance. You're not going to be able to tell. I guess she, there's no way to know, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I mean, he's this in a small a, enough town. Doesn't he know her already? Yeah, so he's in <laughs> he's in Idaho. Is nah, that right, Craig? He, is, Eastern Washington. He's in Eastern Washington. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I guess this is sort of a humble brag email and because I, I'm guessing he's talking <laughs> about his office, right? Or is he talking about his house? I, he, I never really says. He says each day... Oh, no, in front of my office. Yeah, office, yeah. See a woman walking two dogs. He's sort of humble bragging that he owns his land and that, like, he has a lawn. Like, I, I'm in a lease space. So there's no <laughs> lawn. I have no lawn. Hey, you're, you're just jealous. He, I, 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 oh, totally. 100%. If, if, I, he, uh, if I remember correct, I think it's like a converted bank. Kind of a cool nice. opportunity. Nice. Yeah. I would totally put an operatory in the vault. I would leave the vault there. I'd put an operatory in there. And that would be like the money zone. Like this is where we are doing big preps. This is where yeah. we're doing our big cases is out here in the vault. And just like close that vault door. I don't want to hear anything else. I have my own music going in there. Like do not do not come and bug me when I'm in the vault. Yeah, that would be cool. I, That'd be so I, I sweet. I could be wrong. I might be combining stories of other dope. different people. But yeah. I, uh... I'm just imagining an operatory in a vault. That's so dope. God, that'd be so cool. Um... Okay, so this all right. This is going to be bad. Uh-oh. This question is going to be bad. I'm asking, I'm asking forgiveness instead of no. I'm asking permission. I'm asking for forgiveness first. Okay, you're preemptive. Right? I'm trying. Preemptive. I'm preemptively yeah. asked. All right, someone who has a, a sort of disability like this. Okay, where do they get two dogs? Maybe they're not hers. Whose are they? Like. <laughs> 
Where did, did she just take them from a? I mean, he said this every. He sees this every day. Maybe they got to be her dogs. Very resourceful, and she just finds these stray dogs. I'm guessing it's family dogs, right? It's got to be family dogs. Cruising for bitches, and just got these two dogs. And- <laughs> I, I'm assuming there's a high level of function here, yeah, right? I would, I would because, think because I mean, they're walking. She walks the dogs, obviously, in the same route every day. I mean, if you're like, uh, ask, God, this is so uncomfortable. You know, like, yeah. I mean, it's routine. You know, people like with, you know, ass burgers, uh, you know, like the Canadian style, especially is going to be, you know, a victim of routine. And so she's probably got a route and she always goes that way. And the good thing, at least it was the dogs taking a shit, not her. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to get us into so much trouble. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to get your daughter come on here to clean this, to clean up your mess. Uh, um, do you have, do you have a lawn at your office? Do you own or uh, no. you don't own your, I, I, you, you lease? Lease a space. So, but there's, there is lawn out there, but I, I don't give a shit. It's just not yours. Yeah. It's under, it's under common area maintenance mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I used to think, or I, I mean, I still kind of have the thought that how cool it would be to like have your own piece of land and have that part. And I thought that and thought that. And then the other day I was driving by my orthodontist office or uh-huh. one of the orthodontists I refer to yeah. kind of down the street from my office and down the street from my house. And it was like a Sunday and he was out like on a Sunday, like cutting the grass, <laughs> like out in front of his office. I was like, uh, yeah, like just one other thing to worry about. So exactly. Like, I don't. I don't have to worry about now. Yeah, grass isn't um, always greener, especially if a dog's shitting on it. Yeah. So, do you have? It's, I, I I love to walk the doodles. Like I have two dogs. I have a golden doodle and a labradoodle. I love them to death. And and really honest, like one of my favorite like hobbies, as lame of a hobby as it is, is I just like to walk the dogs. Like I just enjoy it. If it's just me, I'll put on a podcast on my earbuds and, you know, just, just walk and listen to a podcast or something. Okay. It sometimes, a lot of times Andrew and I will walk them together and she takes Fig and I take Graham and, and we walk them together and that's always great. It's like time, quality time that we all get to spend together or whatever. So I, I really enjoy it. And I'm, I'm pretty, uh, no pun intended, anal about making sure I pick up after the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like I just it's important to me yeah because it's like this is my own community and it's like yeah. I don't want to just be like defiling my own community like even if it's a gross like watery you know like, rice water like, oh like yeah like <laughs> rice water stools or whatever like I'm gonna do my best to clean it up right mm-hmm. um and I just sometimes I'll walk and I'll just see just piles everywhere that like in people's front yards, like I know it's not their dogs, like their dogs aren't out in the front yard. Like these are just people walking it's right by the, the sidewalk or whatever. Like yeah. pick up after your freaking dogs, people pick up after your dogs. Like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Oh, it, it just, it drives me insane because it's not only does it look bad, you know, it's going to be a mess when someone goes to cut the yard or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, it, and then it's just an eyesore, man. It just like have some faith, have some pride, pride in your in the community. community where, yeah. yeah and, and not want to defile your community. And I get it. Like, I mean, I've, I've even had it to where like the, the dogs have, we've run out of, of poop bags and I've had to like remember where it was. And I've dr- gotten home after the walk and gotten a new set of bags and driven over there and scooped it up. Right. Good for you. 
Good on I you. Just, it's, it's important to me. I, I don't want to be the guy that doesn't do that. Yeah. Now, obviously here, like we have some, you know, where on whatever spectrum this, this, this woman isn't, uh, you know, is somewhere on a spectrum. And so it's hard to expect the same thing. I, I totally get the coming out and being like, well, you know, <laughs> clean up after your dogs or whatever. And then of course, like you've got to, yeah. you've got to audible out of that yeah. really quickly. <laughs> I actually really, commend Craig on that fast thinking of just sort of going into like, can I pet your dogs? Because that is freaking unbelievably fast. I don't know that I could have done it. That's fast on your feet. Yeah. I'm fairly certain that I would have like started saying something shitty and then realized really quickly that I'm a complete asshole and then I'd hate myself for like the next 10 days. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm so used to being the asshole that probably about 20 minutes and then I'm, I'm good. Wouldn't have wouldn't have scarred you too bad. No, I'm just I'm numb. How about this idea? <laughs> Teach a man to fish. No, no, no. What what is it? Uh, G- give a man give a, a man. fish. Yeah. Give a man a fish. He has you know food for a day. Teach a man to fish. He has food for a lifetime. So here's the deal. You're gonna go out there, Craig. The next time you see this happen, you're gonna act, go to Walmart or PetSmart or Petco or. Wherever get get you a, uh, you know an eight or twelve pack of poop bags that are like four dollars. You're gonna go out there and you're gonna show her. You're gonna you, you know you're gonna you're gonna teach a man to fish, so to speak, for the stinky stinky brown fish um, that comes out of the dog's butt. And you're gonna you're gonna show this this enterprising, uh, surprisingly independent young woman how to to care for for you know for for her dogs. And it, it may take you a few times. You know it, it may be something you got to stick with. But obviously, routine is a good thing for her. She's she's walking the dogs on the same route. You see it every well, day, probably around although, the same time. The less you got to be careful with the lesson because next thing you know, she's going to come to your doorstep every day with a bag of shit and say, "Here you go." I think I'd be okay with that. Like, <laughs> hey, we we've got trash cans and and we got we got dumpsters. Like, we can handle that. I'd much rather have it bagged up than out on the lawn, wouldn't you? I don't know that I want it presented to me as a gift. As long as it's not on fire. <laughs> Why is she's not putting it on the doorstep and lighting it on fire? Okay. There you go. I'm I'm okay with that. Okay. Better in the bag and in better in the bag and at the front doorstep than uh you know than than free loose leaf paper on the lawn so to speak. <laughs> right. Um. I would just teach her. Hey, you know, bag it up. Just throw it over in the corner here. I'll take care of it later, and I'll go put it in the dumpster for you. Yeah. I think that's a good compromise. I think, I, I think that works, yeah. And then, you know, you're you're helping her. You look like a good guy. Mm-hmm. You're not screaming and yelling at the person who has some sort of disability or is differently abled or however it is we're supposed to... Handicapable. However it is we're supposed to say that. We don't really know. Lance and I aren't exactly no. experts on <laughs> politically correctness. We're trying really hard. At least I am. I don't think Lance no. is kind of half trying. Um, I'm going through the motions. Yeah, fuck it. But yeah, let's, let's teach a man to fish, so to speak. Uh, and and see if we can uh, we can you know better uh, better the neighborhood give the, give her a better feeling about uh, about taking action and all that kind of stuff and and that it's probably not a good thing to just let the dog shit all over the place. You cool with that? Yeah, can go with that. All right. Yeah, I think so. God, that's it's just even it's just still thi- when I got this email, I just immediately like. <laughs> So, I was so it was so awkward and, and uncomfortable that I really just wanted to curl up in a ball in the corner and never leave the room. Yeah, like, yeah. oh god, this just makes me so uncomfortable. 
Oh, okay. Well, good on you, Craig. Fast thinking. Uh, happy that you were able to think fast on your feet. And, and you buried the lead. What kind of dogs were they? That's really what I want to know. <laughs> That's really what I want to know. Yeah, you're all about the bitches. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> uh, question two. Faye asks, So, I bought a $500-ish uh, kit of brand new Matrix rings. Opened the package and showed my dental assistant how they work and gave her the directions with instructions to read them before sterilizing. Next day, my office manager comes to me with a melted clump because the dental assistant didn't actually read the instructions. If I were you, what would the conversation with the dental assistant sound like? I just had a quote-unquote nice one last month because my new bite blocks were getting thrown away, and I discovered it when there were no pedo ones left. Do you do write-ups? Charge employees for damages? Write it off as part of the job? I'm not sure how to impress upon them how this costs me personally without sounding nasty. Well, I think we all know that I don't do write-ups. <laughs> well, I would have assumed... I would have made that inference based on our history here on the show. Uh-huh. Somebody asked me if that was just a goof. Uh, no. If 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 your gruffliness as far as just like saying you fire like you fire everybody or whatever is just a goof. And I was like, I for some reason I don't think that it is. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> so I if I catch your drift, I I catch that to mean mm-hmm. that this would be grounds for termination. It's, in, in Lance Timmerman's office, it's probably going that direction. It's probably it's probably sign number one. We're, we're circling the drain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have on my I I have a new assistant. <laughs> really, seriously, a new <laughs> assistant, and she was laughing because I have all around the office uh, uh, these little signs that say "metal air water syringe tips are not disposable." <laughs> because I had this stupid and more than one in a row. Uh, we kept throwing them away and, I, and all of a sudden I'm out I'm like where are all of them and you know the person what do those run a pop I don't I don't use the metal ones what do those run a piece uh, I assume a few dollars yeah I, I think I got the bag for like 40 bucks and, and there's a whole bunch in there but it, it still was not supposed to be thrown away uh, it, it was enough yeah. for me to go what the hell do you? and you know I guess so many offices just have everything that's disposable they just didn't bother to even think that maybe if it's made out of metal yeah it they never checked. Yeah. And, and so that was really... But it's usually another sign. That's not the... And I don't just fire you because of that one incident, but it's usually a sign of other things that you're incapable that's, of, yeah, too. That's what I was going to say is this is... This is a pattern. Yeah. You had, you had the bite blocks already, and you had, to, you, had to, you had to have a discussion about that. Then you specifically went over this new product with them. And and I like I get it. Like the garrison rings, those things are like a hundred dollars each. Like yeah. that's not for it's not something to mess around with. Those, no. That is that is overhead. You know, that is that is margins yeah, right they're, there. They're absolutely not cheap, but at the same time, shouldn't they be autoclavable? Well that's a thing. I don't know what she bought. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I'm assuming there are probably some out there that maybe require a special autoclave setting. Yeah. Or or maybe our cold sterile. I, I don't I don't know them all. Yeah. Uh, I I use the Garrison ones and we autoclave those like like mothers. Yeah, I got the bioclear and, and they're yeah they're awesome. We've not had not had issues, but I, I'm assuming there's some out there that there could be some issues. 
she says, uh, you know, she says they had this issue with the pedo with the pipe blocks, and they were getting. Th- Who thinks a pipe block is disposable? Yeah, well, yeah exactly. That, uh, In no world is a pipe block <laughs> disposable. I've never seen a disposable pipe block other than those ones that just look like styrofoam. Do you remember those? Oh yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, they look disposable. The, they but, they very they're not rubber or plastic yeah. or anything. They they are very different looking than what a regular bite block would be. So to think that a bite block was disposable, yeah, is kind of mind mind boggling. They said that uh, they had a nice conversation after that, and they asked, you know, uh, how do they impress upon them how this cost me without sounding nasty. Why do you care about at this point? Yeah, you're you're on this like you're st- we're, we've gone around this track. We've gone around this circle once already. We're going around it again. We're doing another tr- you know lap around this this demented racetrack. Yeah, well, and it's the, and people that employers need to remember that you're you're not friends with your employees. You can be friendly, you can get along and, and be cordial and respectful and things like that, but you right. know, if they need to know who's boss and if they clearly can't learn the lesson of things that need to be kept versus tossed, you know, you're going to have to exert some some leadership here and let them know that that's an unacceptable behavior. But my, my guess is if they've already if this is the same person that's throwing away the other stuff and can't, yeah, can't figure this out. Pattern. Th- this this person's on their way out. Should be. Faye, I Faye, I have some advice for you, and this is not sexual harassment. I'm just going to say that right off the top here. Lance, you have that. I want you to mark that down. Mark mark the time. This is not sexual harassment. <laughs> Faye, listen to me, Faye. Faye, I want you to get nasty. <laughs> the Spurs head coach, the San Antonio Spurs head coach, Greg Popovich, mm-hmm. a couple years ago in the playoffs, uh, it was like a timeout, and they had the camera and the microphone right on him, and he was yelling at the team. And he yelled at him real loud, I want some nasty. And and that became sort of a calling card for that year. I think we won the title that year. Oh. I'll put the audio of that in, in this so you can hear. Gotcha. Are we having fun yet? I need a little bit more dose of nasty. I'm seeing a little bit of unconfident, a little hesitation. It's not supposed to be easy. Every round gets tougher. Penetrate hard. Good passes. Shoot with confidence. I want some nasty. I want to scream that right now at Faye. Faye, I want some nasty. You got to get nasty, Faye. You got to get real nasty. I need you to be a nasty girl, Faye. Nasty girl. Like Janet Jackson. Wasn't that was that Janet Jackson? Yeah, uh, nasty boys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. I need you to be, I need, I need you to be nasty girl, Faye. Yeah. Lance is a nasty boy. This type of behavior cannot be tolerated. This is a pattern. It's like a serial killer. A serial killer of your dental supplies and murdering (laughs) your profits. Like you need to hunt this this dental assistant down and and take care of them. You have to pull the trigger on 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 giving some nasty here. That's the only way you can impress upon it. Now that doesn't mean that like the first time that something goes missing, you start throwing shit around the office. You know, and, and really scaring somebody, they've had that opportunity, right? And and you talked with them about it in a nice way, and this is where you're at. Five, you just burned five hundred dollars. You put five hundred dollars in an autoclave, and you autoclaved it, and it melted. Yeah, and now you can't do anything with it. 
And, and unfortunately, it's uh, it's very possible because they already had the bite block issue. The opportunity was lost to exert some nasty, and so it might seem like out of left field to the next time something happens. No, you you th- so you think the bite block thing was the time to get nasty. Probably, and, and so. No. Oh, jeez, God, you're God, you're on a hair trigger, man. Well, I'm just saying. No, I, <laughs> I hope I never piss you off. <laughs> well, I'm just saying uh, that you needed to have a come to Jesus moment then about what is disposable and what is uh, autoclavable. Yeah, I, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Right. Fool me three times, shame on Janet Jackson for singing a song mm-hmm. that said nasty so many times. In right. It. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> and and I, I gotta say, I don't come out guns blazing on the, on the first thing. It's it's hey, uh, we gotta we gotta have a talk about stuff. And so then you get nasty. Yeah. We get na- it escalate, and so now it's getting nastier. Probably the third time, I'm, that's when I just say, look, this is just right. This is it. We're done. See ya. I'm okay being cool after the first time. The bite block thing. All right, I, you know, you, you gotta use your anything? brain. You would. Oh, I would have said something. Okay. It would have just been nice. Yeah, or it would have been nice. It would have had. It would have had a nicer, more coaching tone. Right. This the second time when we just melted five hundred bucks, yeah, and we just basically took a five hundred dollar bill. Who I don't know who's on the five hundred dollar bill. Let's look that up because I think that's important information. Uh, the five hundred dollar bill. Uh, ooh, there's two: John Marshall huh. and William McKinley. Well, I'll be damned. Uh, so one's Alexander a variant, Hamilton huh? and Grover Cleveland on the thousand dollar bill. The John Marshall is the nineteen eighteen Blue Seal. And the William McKinley is a 1920 green seal. So I guess they just don't make a ton of these $500 bills. You blew a seal? William McKinley. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it's just ice cream. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a $500 bill. I don't think I've ever seen Anyway, regardless. Regardless. You just took that $500 bill with with McKinley on it, and they just burned it in front of your face. Yeah. It's time to get some nasty. I want some nasty girl, Faye. I want nasty girl. I want nasty Faye. I want Faye nasty out there. Go Faye nasty. We need t-shirts. I think. <laughs> what's the... So now that we've had... We've had two pretty distinct... And I think you you don't care about write-ups anymore because you're already over the sort of uh, tax whatever, right? You've already... Everybody's filed their unemployment on you. Literally, the entire state of Washington Pretty has nice. filed their unemployment on Lance. Yeah. So you're you're at the highest bracket of that. Yeah. Let's assume that Faye is not. You need to document this. Document it. Write him. Write her up. Uh, it, him or her up. Whatever it is. Take photos. Put it with the write up of your melted blob of of of, <laughs> <God> <laughs> of matrix rings. Yeah, you got to document this, and then the next time something happens, this time it's time to it's it's you got to just pull the band aid, yeah, and let them go. How, do you have any idea if you could guess if Vegas were putting an over under on number of employees that Lance has fired? Would we be in? <laughs> we'd be in double digits, right? Oh God, yeah, I, I've I've crossed double digits back in two thousand three. <laughs> Are we greater than twenty five? Is it over and under twenty four and a half? Oh, I I, I quit counting. 15 years oh, ago. God. <laughs> I fire I have fired one employee. Oh really? Oh that must have really one. sucked. The other ones I've just ground down until they quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I found just, I found um it's kind of an interesting thing in in retrospect I realized I had a poisonous employee who was who I retained and I didn't realize she was the poison and so she would get me to realize that uh, people were not you know passing the blame. Yeah, and, and from, so, from the left-hand side. Yeah. 
pass the, the demon from yeah. the left hand side. And so, um, I mean, <laughs> one period of time, we did the math. Um, I was going through one person every ten weeks. So, <laughs> oh. and back in the day, it was Lance. easy to replace. You know, you put an ad out and you get fifty-five resumes. You get you get replaced within four days, and uh, and then you just realize, oh, I really need to do the the slow to hire, quick to fire kind of a thing. Um, and I was too quick to hire, and I got quick to fire too. But it was. Uh, I, after I let the poisonous per- well, she was my first felon. So once she committed the felony, it was uh, time to let her go. And then people stuck around a lot longer, or I, I, I kept people a lot longer, and realized, oh, it was because of her influencing me. I, I was impressionable. I was I had only been out of school for a couple of years, and so uh, I was taking advice from the employee who actually really didn't know a damn thing. And so she was an Man. expensive uh, hire. That was an expensive mistake. <laughs> yeah, very, very much. Jeez. So, Faye, I think we're both in agree- agreement that it you, you got to kind of you're you're gonna have to get nasty. Uh, you're gonna have to document this, and and one more time, it's just time to move on. It's obvious that you have an employee who's basically just like a slap dick. Um, <laughs> it's what my like high school football coach would have said. Just not paying attention to what they're doing. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. that's what it boils down to. And if they're not paying attention on something as simple as that, what other things are they not paying attention to? Stuff that's really critical. That's, the important stuff. Right. That's where it becomes scary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You probably don't so want to know. This, I think, is a a this is a, uh, a, a a sort of display point that you're you're seeing sort of their true colors of. Yeah. They're sloppy. Yeah. This is a sloppy person, a sloppy assistant. Yeah, uh, you don't you don't need a sloppy girl or sloppy boy, you know, running all. around taking care of all this stuff for you because just everything's going to fall through the holes. Yeah. Like literally, as it melts, it's going <laughs> to fall through the holes yeah. of yeah. your sterilizer. You know, as it moves from tray to tray, like from the top to the bottom, as it melts down. Yeah, um, you just can't handle like that type of mistake. That five hundred dollar mistake. At, at the end of the, it doesn't seem like much the one time or whatever, but those little things add up at add. the end of the month. You know that's that's your difference between being you know at thirty percent profits or thirty five percent or forty percent profits and like ten or fifteen percent profits. Yeah. Like that's coming out. Of, that was your William McKinley five hundred dollar bill. It's coming out of your pocket. She lit it on fire. Yeah, melted it for sure. Can't have it. No. You just can't have it. No. Hey, I uh, right. kind of go back to the. I, we use. Do you use a payroll service? Uh, I, yeah, it's through my accountant. But okay. yeah, I, I just go in and enter the hours or whatever. Uh, we I use paychecks, and so they um, when they send their the payroll, they have pages of uh, all your employees listed, but also all former employees. Oh god! I can't tell you how many. Imagine. Can't tell you how many pages or how many names I don't even recognize. <laughs> do you have? You remember those dot matrix printers where you'd have like uh-huh. the sheets of paper that had the. <laughs> The leafs on the side of the circles, that's how that like fed through the printer yeah. and mm-hmm. you have to bend it and tear it yep. out. Yeah. I, and that noise of a dot matrix yep. printer, just that yep. as it goes like line by line, <laughs> I can just picture of them, you running the report of that and uh-huh. it's printing and it's just three hours <laughs> and you, you have six people that work for you now. They, they press but go just, as they leave for the evening. So they'll pick it up the next so morning. So that it may be done at 8am when you get in the next morning. That's how long the list is. That's how many people have worked for Lance before. Jeez. You don't even recognize some names on there. How's this? I, uh, apparently I rehired someone who did a work and interview like 10 years ago. 
and I fired her two weeks later. But uh, this was last August, and I went to end her payroll, and they're like, "Oh, we already have a Stacy." Oh, I'll have to bleep that out. Um, and I'm like, "What? <laughs> she was already in the system." <laughs> oh man, I didn't. I didn't realize, and she, she thought I recognized her as she came and interviewed, and, and I hired her, but. Uh, Wait, you hired... This wasn't just somebody who, had, who happened to have the same name of another employee you've had. This was the same person? Same person. She did a working interview like 10 years ago, and I'm like, yeah, you don't... I didn't hire her then because... But I paid her for the day. So she was in the system for the one-day working interview. 10 years later, she applies for a, a different role. She was a clinical assistant the, the 10 years ago, but she was a, a front desk when I checked her out this last time in August and oh she was so in so over her head within a week I realized she didn't know a damn thing that was going on up front and and my office is small enough that it exposes everything there it's not there's not redundancy there's not two people up front three people up front and so the others can pick up the slack for the other person that can't handle it and they'll learn on the catch up later or something now if you if you don't know it right away then we'll know that you don't know what the hell you're doing and uh, so she lasted two weeks only Lance Timmerman. <laughs> I swear to God, I've never heard this level of this from anybody else, and I I love it. I love it because I'm so not like that, and I've I've fired one person in my life. Yeah. Oh man. Well, geez. I <laughs> part of me wish there are times part of me wishes I was more like you. Um, nah. <laughs> I doubt it. So funny. All right. Well, on to our Reddit. Reddit. Question. Today's Reddit question I think is fun. It's not as fun as some of the ones we've had in the past because it's not as like blue or naughty uh-huh. or whatever. Right. But I think it's still fairly ridiculous. So this comes from Reddit user Potter Nodder. <laughs> okay. Is that mean like you're into some weird sexual Harry Potter stuff? Is that Uh-oh. I wonder if that's okay. Potter Notter. It's weird. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to ask huh. any questions about that. I don't want. I don't want to find any like weird Harry Potter slash erotica fiction Got some rule that 34. this person has, has written. Um, Potter Notter asks: Root canal, itchy teeth. Hi, I had a, the second appointment of my root canal done three days ago. Now, dentist completed the actual root canal treatment, and the last thing left to do is put a crown on in a month or so. The thing is, this tooth is itchy as hell now. It's driving me nuts. The only thing that seems to alleviate a bit of the itching is when I am biting down on something. I'm just wondering if this is normal. It feels that the whole side of my mouth is itchy now. Lance, don't you hate it when your tooth itches? Oh, scratch it. (laughs) How does a tooth itch? I, yeah, I, um... It, this this kind of sounds like Chinese water torture to me. <laughs> it could be well, the un, unscratchable itch. Yeah, it's kind of like if your brain itches, you think of sandpaper. Right. You hear of that. You hear of of people who have had a limb amputated, you know, foot the, or, yeah, or an arm or something. The phantom pain. Yeah, and they have like an itch on their thumb, and they lost their thumb and nom. You know, or they mm-hmm. lost their hand in Nam, and the, their thumb is in the Mekong Delta somewhere. You know, at the bottom, being fed on by catfish. How can you scratch it? There's no. How do you ever yeah. scratch that itch? It's impossible. How do you scratch an itch in a pulp? Yeah, you think maybe some preparation H. So you just rub that on there. Yeah, you could try. Yeah, that would be like 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 Origel. You ever have, you have patients who like put Origel on a toothache? Yeah, and it's just. 
it doesn't get to the enamel, numbnuts. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I mean, and then I they mean, have put aspirin. They grind up an aspirin and shove oh, it in their gums. So stupid. <laughs> and they have a massive sore on yeah. their gums from this this orgel <laughs> that's just eating away at their at their gingiva. Yeah. And they just yeah, it didn't worry. If I didn't make it worse, like oh, really? It's not going to get to the nerve of your tooth. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, to rub some preparation H that, that could help. Uh, I'm sure it tastes fine. Just, you know, maybe wash the tube before you start rubbing it all in your mouth. I don't know. I'd start with um, that. Yeah. I have these. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I have, I'm not a germaphobe, but that could be a really good way to get rice water stools as if I'm not washing that down before you put preparation H on your teeth. I have these, I, I, I am prone to getting an itchy back. My back I don't know what, it, I don't know if it's, I don't, you know, I don't put lotion on, I don't moisturize or anything like that. So my back itches. It's your uh, fabric softener. You think it's, I don't use fabric. Is that the problem? Yeah. Get some. Go for Downey. Uh, I need to get April some, fresh. yeah, I need to get some fabric softener then. <laughs> my back itches all the, like, not all, it's not all the time, but it's, you know, from time to time. And, and so, you know, you can't, you rarely can you get to really where it needs to get. So I, I found on Amazon, like a 10 pack of these uh, metal bear claw extendable back scratchers. Oh, and yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. And I have one at the office. I've got one in my backpack. I've got one in the car. I've got a couple around the house. One in my master bathroom. Wow. So I can just grab, you know, they're just right there. They're just around. You know, I'm not hunting for it. And I just reach over, grab it, scratch my back. Maybe, maybe that would work, except I think you need it uh, like on a 45 degree angle or whatever so that you could get to that you know, they get, just get to that right angle to get sure. to the upper quadrant of, of teeth. Uh, I'm, um, I'm more like a bear. I just go up against a, a tree and and rub up. And I, I I do like to do that against like a brick wall <laughs> or something like that. It's really good. Um, I think you, you need the Egyptian say, 800 thread count uh, Egyptian silk sheets. It's your sheets. It's my sheets? Hmm. Without fabric on. I've been thinking of ordering. I've been thinking of ordering some sheets from Bowling. I sleep with a t-shirt on though. <laughs> Well, back Do you not see with a t-shirt on? I don't. Oh, I go all I natural. This, no, I don't want to know this, Lance. I really, I don't. I do not want to know this. I'm sorry. I don't mean it like derogatory. I just don't want to think about you sleeping naked. Um, have you ever had a patient say their tooth itched? If somebody I said their tooth itched, they came into you tomorrow and they had a, a limited exam at eight thirty, and their complaint was their tooth itched. What would you do? Referral. I wouldn't even know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I guess for Fernando. <laughs> I honestly would consider, I know that, that, that one of the endodontists that I refer to pretty heavily, a guy named Cade Roundy, shout out Cade Roundy, uh, one of the things that he does is he does like test, an, test anesthetics. So if it's an upper tooth and he can't tell if it's 14 or 15, mm. you know, he'll put a quarter of a carpula septicane around 14 and see if the pain goes away, right? Okay. And then if it does, then you know it's 14. If not, then he's like, oh, that's pretty good evidence that it's 15. You know, it's the other one. Then he'll put a quarter of a carpula of anesthetic around that and see if the pain goes away. Okay. Uh, and if it does, then, hey, it's 15 or whatever. Maybe put a, a quarter of a carpula of anesthetic around it and see if it gets better. Yeah. And if it gets better, the thing I'm worried about is now it says... The, that whole side of his mouth is, or her mouth, whoever is itchy now. What if there are the person, like the one person in the world who has a gutta percha allergy or something like that? Oh, sure, that could be. Yeah, it would be would, interesting to see if maybe there was an extrusion, a puff. Maybe there's. It's not yeah, just the gutta percha. Sure. The sealers out there too. Yeah. Did Did you send out a pound of of uh, of sealer out the apex? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would certainly skew my opinion on uh, appropriate treatment. And the other thing that was interesting, um, you're going to do a crown in a month or two? Why not today? Yeah, it had to be schedule, right? 
I guess. But man, I, I they just didn't have the time. Okay. Or or the patient's just a pain. Yeah. Maybe they're hoping to work that, on. That, maybe the geographic success. They're hoping that they just go away. Especially they're complaining of an itchy tooth. Yeah. It's just really weird. I'm not, <laughs> maybe an end, endodontist. If any endodontists are listening to this and you've had a patient say that before, give us a shout. Let us know. I, I wouldn't even know what to do. Yeah. What if, what if, God, what if they were allergic to gutta percha? Then it's, it's just implant time, right? Yeah. It's a. Uh, uh, the titanium deficiency. I wonder if there's any. I, I distinctly remember like sophomore endo and them talking about gutta percha and talking about how it's inert and that's part of the reason they use it. Huh. I wonder if there's any cases of a gutta percha allergy. I'm, I just googled gutta percha allergy. I'll tell you what comes up. Okay. Um, if my stupid internet would work. Seems like about the last five times we've recorded the podcast, <laughs> I've needed yeah. to search for something, and the internet doesn't work, so it makes me seem really stupid. Got a challenge. I'm not. I'm not finding anything that's popping up. That's like, let's see, root canal fillers may cause an allergic reaction, but I think that's probably talking about more of the sealer mm. than. Here's a, oh, gutta percha allergies from the Journal of Endodontics 2001. Cross reactivity studies of gutta percha, gutta balata, which I've never heard of. Sounds like a lounge singer from, uh, <laughs> from the 40s from, uh, from Cuba, gutta balata. And natural rubber latex. This is by Costa, Johnson, and Hamilton, uh, Endodontics Department, Naval Postgrad Dental School, National Naval Dental Center, Bethesda. Let's just get right down to the end here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, gutta percha and gutta balata dry from Peliquium gutta and Musopes um, <laughs> globsa trees, respectively. They're in the same botanical family as the rubber tree. For this reason, potential for immunological cross-reactivity between gutta percha and gutta balata used in endodontics and natural rubber latex has been the subject of controversy because these products may be used in latex-allergic individuals. Uh, Let's see. Mm. The objective of the study was to study the potential cross-reactivity. No detectable cross-reactivity was observed with any of the raw or clinically used gutta percha products. In contrast, the raw gutta balata released proteins that were cross-reactive. So... The so there's something about gutta balata which I've never heard of. So if you're using gutta percha, it looks like you're probably cool. Hmm. But I guess you don't know what you know. It could be the carrier, right? If you're doing like a thermophil or something oh, like that, sure. you know, the plastic in that could be something. And then it's the sealer. I think more often though, it'd be just you just dumped four ounces of sealer into the yeah. peri ridicular area, and and that could be what it is. But then you see those you know you see those pictures, yeah. those radiographs all the time of just sealer. <laughs> every which way, like in, into the trabecula of the bone right. and all of that. And those people always seem fine. I know. Yeah. Itchy tooth. Yeah. The problem is the end is already done. So when you refer it, what are they going to do? Right. Right. So that would be, uh, yeah, the, the def- default it's titanium deficiency. Just, uh, get her out. So I don't do endo. Do you do endo at all? Uh, occasionally. I really don't do much. So it's hard. It, uh, here's my thought. So I, I, I mentioned him earlier, um, Cade Roundy. He's, he is a minimally invasive endodontist, <laughs> just sort of an oxymoron. Right. Because an endo is a maximally invasive procedure. Uh, but, but he really focuses on really like not removing any dentin that he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. So his access preps are really small. 
sometimes on a, on a maxillary molar is access prep is literally like the size of a 330 burr. Wow. And so, you know, he's preserving all this dentin and all this tooth structure, which is really great. There's no way to do that without a microscope. There's just right. no way. Microscope right. and ultrasonic and CBCT. And so as soon as I realized that and I see, I would start to see some of the stuff, like he would sometimes do like a number 18, he would access the mesial buccal and mesial lingual with one small prep and then access the distal with another small prep and somehow clean out the pulp chamber without unroofing it. Wow. Mind-blowing. Yeah. I can post an, an x-ray of it, uh, of some of the cases that he's done for me. Just mind-blowing. I, like, if that's the standard of care, I cannot achieve that. Right, right. And we were taught in dental school, you have to, if you're going to do endo, if you're going to do anything, special, implants, yeah. ortho, endo, whatever, you have to do it to the same standard of care as a specialist would do it. Right. I can't do that. Yeah. So I feel like endo has sort of orthoed their way. You remember ortho, like they just don't teach you anything about ortho, right. so you're just scared of it. You never do it. Exactly. Endo's kind of getting there because no one's going to have a scope unless you're a, 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 a mad just crazy person like Alan Mead. Right. And, and CBCT and scope and ultrasonic and all that, you certainly could get all that stuff if you wanted to. But man, that's most, the vast, vast, vast majority of, of GPs aren't going to have that. So it's just like, all right, if that's now the standard of care endo, I can't compete with that. Yeah. No. I, even, on, even on number eight, I can't compete with that. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. I, I had to pulp a tooth last week on a friend oh. who's in severe pain. And it's probably the first time that I've put a file in a canal in like three years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, we just, I got an endodontist at the other end of the parking lot and they oh, do a so great they're job. They're so much better at it. Yeah. They're so much better at it. They're so much faster. Yeah. They, they handle patients so much better. They're just, they're just better, yeah. man. They're just better. I, I just, this, like this right here, the itchy tooth, patient this is the stuff i don't want to have to handle yeah. oh your tooth is itchy go back to roundy roundy will take care of it yeah do your thing Cade. sorry this is what you chose to do 11 years ago so now here's your here's your patient with the itchy tooth i don't want to have to deal with it send it back to me when it's ready to get cut oh man don't do endo never do endo yeah it's not fun so stupid Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. anyway well, I think that's just gonna about just gonna that's gonna yeah. just about do it. Um, share with your friends if you have any friends you know who are dentists or dental students or whatever. Just pass it along. You know, let them know that we're here and that uh, and that they may enjoy us. Yeah. and, and just, uh, you know, you that's it's just like a practice. Forty to fifty of your friends. Just subscribe for them. Exactly. Just your your closest fifty friends. Just go up to them and take their phone. Yeah. and go into their and, and first. I mean, first look in their pictures and see if they have any like selfies that you know are a little compromising mm -hmm. you know what i mean uh if they're good send us those yep. uh we'll and then sticker. go into their yeah go into their podcast app and just just subscribe but we also want them to listen we want them to participate in the show i mean that's really sort of you know today was a great example we had craig um you know and his uh his his running out of the office with a head of steam and then running back in with his tail in between his legs uh like he was one of those special needs girls dogs um <laughs> So yeah, share, share, tell your friends if you enjoy it and you, and you like it, you got some friends who you think, uh, you know, just like, a, this is just like a dental practice. We're building this up just like a dental practice. So, so word of mouth referrals are, are, are huge for us. 
And also, just like a dental practice, reviews are big for us. So if you could just hit us up on iTunes, hit that five star. It feels so good when you do it. Just try it right now. How, how good does that feel? Oh, that feels good. <laughs> oh, that feels so nice. That five feels so nice on your finger. It's got that good finger feel. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Do it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, you can hit us up on the web, uh, www.workinginterferences.com. Uh, hit us up on all the social bullshits, Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, Twitter, Winterferences, Instagram, Winterferences. Uh, Lance, I think it's your turn yeah, for a Yeah, song? so I was thinking about, I spent some time with uh, my youngest daughter on uh, Friday. It was my 20-year anniversary for uh, dental school or um, reunion, and um, so spent a lot of time with her. I was thinking about her the other day. When I When I was taking my oldest to Washington State University, I was buying swag and souvenirs and uh it's a bring home you know t-shirt that said wazoo you know that kind of stuff yeah what what is what is wazoo is it like it was like missouri and washington had sex and had a baby so wazoo is uh, washington state university and so we wsu we say wazoo so when i was buying a uh, souvenir for my youngest i was telling one of her sisters that uh hey bianca's into that black emo shit now so let's get her this one t-shirt it was the logo but everything was black it was black on black so the inside joke now is a uh, black emo shit so this this song is for her it's Na 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 by My Chemical Romance. Oh, My Chemical Romance. They're, they're like a king of the emo. Oh, yeah. Emo band. Black emo shit for, for all the listeners. Yeah. I, I have to tell you, if, if My Chemical Romance walked by me, <laughs> literally right in front of me and started playing songs, I'm not sure I would know who they were. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I literally don't think I could name one My Chemical Romance song. Well, you will after this episode. Okay, so it's called Na 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 Na? Na 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 Na. <laughs> It's just How a- is anyone ever supposed to be able to type that or find that? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> the other thing, like Led Zeppelin was really good about making songs that had nothing to do, like the titles had nothing to do with the songs. Yeah. Right? And so you would search like, oh, it's that one about the, he's got the woman that's one of, yeah. he's got a woman that wants to ball all day, yeah. right? Whatever that one is. Oh, like, oh it's song. called Dire Maker or whatever. <laughs> yeah. no, it doesn't say Dire Maker <laughs> one time in the whole song. How am I supposed to know that's the song? Like, yeah. that's the reason that the song, the name of the song is this chorus of the song so that everybody knows the name of the song. <laughs> and this na 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 na, what, is it NAH? Is it NA? How am I ever going to find this? Yeah, it's just a string of NAs. <laughs> No, 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 no. Get with it, My Chemical Romance. I, you, I know you have to be different and and edgy and all that sort of stuff, and you're sad because of you were born in Newark, New Jersey, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, that make anybody I, yeah. wear the black emo shit, for sure. I guess so. Jeez. Holy moly. Well, this is Na Na Na. Yeah, sure. Shana Na Na. Bowser from Shana Na. Yeah. Uh oh here I found it on on Wikipedia. It's na 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 and then in parentheses na 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 for fuck's sake. What are you thinking when you name this? Uh anyway, well I hope you enjoy na 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 parentheses na 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 uh by my chemical romance. Um for Joshua Austin. Uh, Lance Timmerman, uh, peace.
children raise their open filthy palms like tiny daggers up to heaven. And all the jubilees and the wailing rats ask angels made from me.